Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and Aaron is here with me, and we are so excited to have Melanie with us tonight. I actually played Melanie in singles. She is a fantastic tennis player, and I started talking to her, and she has a really interesting story. So she grew up playing tennis and stopped for a while and then started again after having children. So Melanie, can you tell us a little bit about your tennis story, like when you started playing and why you stopped? I would love to. So my dad was in the Navy and we moved quite a bit. And when I was about seven or eight years old, we were living in Rumson, New Jersey on an army base and Title IX had just happened. So I was the only girl on the soccer team. And then there was one other girl who played on the other soccer team. Her name was Jennifer and we became friends and her older brother, Eddie, played tennis at the University of Georgia. So this was probably 1977 or 78. So when Eddie came home from the, for the summer, his mom said, your job is going to be to teach Jennifer and all her friends tennis, and the moms will pay you $2 an hour or something like that. And so we went to the courts on base every day from 9 to 10. And I don't really remember much other than Eddie was really cute, like the big older brother. <laughs> Um, But I just really liked it. So that's how we started. And then we moved again. And for me, sports was always sort of like a way in. And we moved to the DC area and joined a country club. You know, you got dropped off at 830 for swim team and all the kids did it. Like, so you did swim team from 830 to 1030. And then the young kids had tennis clinic from three to four. And we all, you know, played at the pool or hit tennis balls or whatever, just sort of hung out there. And um, again, that club hired the University of Maryland players to staff the kids program. So, I mean, we were taught pretty by pretty high level players, even though we were nothing special. (laughs) So, yeah, it was really fun. Um, My coach was this guy, Craig Hardenberg, I think was his last name, you know, when he started uh, coaching us as like a sophomore, he went on to become the junior pro and then the head pro. I mean, he was there for like 30 years. So it was really cool. Um, And he pulled my mother aside, maybe when I was like 10 or 11, maybe 12 and said, you know, she, she could probably get a tennis scholarship, but you're to play in college. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, But you're going to have to up the lessons. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Not just one. Swim in the morning and one hour a day. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So um, my mom reminded me of this when I told her I was going to come on to this show. She's like, well, you'll remember that you and Annie Hyatt went undefeated from age 10 to 17. Oh, wow. Like we never lost. I I don't know if it was USTA or country. Who knows? Right. You know, in our club, but we we never lost. Wow. Singles or doubles or both? We Both. Like we played singles 
each played singles and then she and I played doubles. You know, I think we probably drove each other, right? Mm-hmm. To be to be better. So did you play in high school then too? And then I did not. You so, didn't. Okay. Yeah. So my mom came to me and said, you know, Craig thinks you're pretty good. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's in the budget or if you really want to. And I said, well, hmm, you know, I can play tennis my whole life. Uh, I would like to play field hockey and lacrosse. That's like what all the cool kids did. So she's like, great, that's free. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I just continued to play, you know, in the summers. Um, and then I, I did end up playing lacrosse in college. Oh, wow. So high level lacrosse player. What college did you go to? Um, I went to Brown University in Providence and um, a long, long time ago was an All-American. Um, it was such a privilege to play a college sport. And again, we were really on the cusp of the beginning of opportunity for girls in sports. And I talked to some of my friends down here in North Carolina that are really great athletes. And they're like, yeah, we we got a soccer team, a girl soccer team in like 1994. Right. You know, yeah, it's, so. it's really more recent than I think any of us sort of realize. Exactly. Yeah. Not growing up here. And um, I went to an all girls high school that just was a, uh, that's this, this lacrosse coach is still the same woman. She has over 800 wins and is in the hall of fame and winning is a tradition. And I'm so grateful to have been exposed Mm-hmm. to something that I didn't realize was a privilege then, yeah. um, but it really, really was. Sports have taken me all over the place. So that's really what I'm grateful for. It's a social outlet. It's physically really important to me. Um, I mean, I'm super competitive. I think sometimes people misunderstand what that what that means. Carolyn, we had a lovely match. Like, I, yeah, think we I loved both, it. <laughs> yeah. And we both pushed each other really hard. And there's nothing better than being able to say like, great shot, you know, mm-hmm. like that's just too good. That's to Melanie me beat me by the way, is. but yeah. <laughs> listening to that, you were an all American in college. Right. That makes me feel better. I'm feeling <laughs> better about that, that match now. <laughs> yeah. When I heard that, I thought, I'm so glad Carolyn played her in singles and met her instead of me. <laughs> yeah. I should not have tried to drop shot her. That did not work. <laughs> so this is funny. So because oh, funny. Uh, tennis has been so fun, you know, you just meet people. Those become your friends. That's how I always did it moving every two years. Um, I made my husband down and now that we live in Raleigh, I made him join a team and he, you know, he played in the summers and casually and he has a, a really good serve. So, you know, if that's firing good. So he joined a men's 3-0 team and he played in one match. And the guy he played was like a Croatian Olympic basketball player, like on the Olympic team. He lost one and oh, and he was so mad. He's like, dude, you are not a three. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to rate yourself as a three. Yeah, if if you play professionally, let's bump that up a little. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. So then you played lacrosse in college. And then I'm assuming after college, you got married, you've had children, you didn't play tennis for a while. I literally then- did not play tennis from like 18 to 33. Okay. Maybe, you know, twice a year, like, oh, yeah, I know how to play tennis. Right. Ish. So yep. what made you get into USTA matches, like start started up again and play USTA? Yeah, so we came here and we had a young child, a one year old, you know, we're looking for a summer pool. And someone said, well, do you like tennis? You should join the Raleigh Racquet Club. And they had, not only did they have accessible tennis, but they had 
babysitting. Yes, that's yes. Yes. <laughs> Carolyn knows. <laughs> I understand that. Yes. And that's literally what got me back into it. I went to a clinic just to get away from the kids, really. And then um, and then someone in the clinic said, you should be on your, our team. I was like, okay. Yeah. Babysitting for yeah. it. I guess I could play the home matches. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. That's what happened. I've been when- going ever since. Yeah, that's what happens when it's like we call it new blood. When when new new people come to the club and they're like, whatever rating, we're like, you need to join our team. And then all the captains kind of go after that person. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like sorority rush or whatever. Right. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what well, that's it's a like. Good future that's topic. Good, yes. <laughs> I see that as a headline for one of our future uh, episodes. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Really good. That's yeah. funny. So, do you like? playing more as a child, more as an adult. I'm sure they're wildly different, but it's yeah. interesting that you knew as a kid that you would be able to play this sport for a really long time. I don't know that a lot of people realize that when they're young. I have to brag about my mother. She's eight, uh, She'll be 80 in June, and she plays tennis three days a week. Awesome. It's so great. Right. Um, right before the pandemic last February, she fell on the court and broke her elbow. Oh, no. And I thought, uh oh, that, you know, this, it's such a great social outlet. And she has to organize the seven, they have seven players for one court because at their, you know, they're like, at our age, there's always someone injured or out of town or something. So I thought, I hope she's not going to go back to it. And she did. Did, wow. She did all her rehab and she's now back three days a week. And what's wow. really fun is I noticed on Facebook that one of the ladies she plays with is the mother of a girl I played with when we were 11 and 12. Wow. So it's really sweet. Yeah, I so love that it. probably actually that's motivated her to get better, to it, get back out there. Totally. Yeah. Yep. That's a reason awesome. to get up in the morning. I love it. I think it's such a important part of life. I mean, you can walk but or exercise your whole life, but there's something about competing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And also making the friendships you make. I mean, this is the only way I've really made friends as an adult is through playing tennis and cheering on my teammates and being part of a team, which is so important. I agree. Yeah. And I love my kids to see me doing it too, right? They're like, oh, are you playing tennis again? I'm like, I sure am. (laughs) (laughs) But they'll pick it up at some point. We actually have a teammate whose mom played her whole childhood, which made her actually not like it because she was Mm -hmm. like, my mom was always playing tennis. And now she's on like every one of our teams, you know, and now she can play with her mom, you know, they're at the same level now too. So she complained, she said her whole childhood, she complained. And now like, she can't, she gets upset if she can't play, you know, like she has to do something else. So yeah, that's probably why I became a realtor. (laughs) So when I went back to work, I was like, well, I need flexibility. Yes, yes, yes. Play tennis. That's That's right. right. Yeah. So Thanks very much to Melanie for speaking with us. It's easy to forget the importance of Title IX, so I'm so glad she brought that up. Also, I never really thought about how beneficial it is that we get to go out there and compete in a sport at our age. There is a second part to this episode where Melanie will talk about her most memorable matches and also the thing that happened to her after she popped the balls before the match is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in adult recreational tennis. If you'd like to see a picture of Melanie, you can go to our website, which is secondservepodcast.com and click on our social media accounts. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. 
Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be. 